Hello. Hi. How's it going? What's up, guys? Happy Friday. Friday. Welcome to Rock the Boat, sis. Rock it. A podcast all about having a voice, being comfortable in the uncomfortable. Not being afraid to talk about all of the things I'm realizing. You're not alone. I'm Carrie. I'm Leah. And we are so freaking excited. Why are we excited for this episode today? Okay, not only that, we've got different microphones today. Yeah. And I'm not on the microphone right now. Yeah. But I feel like I can hear myself really well. Yeah, we're like more seated back, and I legit feel like a freaking baddie in a in like a studio right now. Yeah, you can probably hear Murphy really clear. Yeah, <laughs> it's Murphy's like, on the ones and twos today, guys. You, you Wolf. I just got home from a trip. DJ Wolf. And this is the first time they've seen me in, I guess, like. 30 hours <laughs> and they're <laughs> too freaking long. out <laughs> yeah, too long too long for them um how the heck are you how's it going what are you doing who are you where are you how are you feeling how are, are you? you um but really how the heck are you i'm good are you i'm nervous i am very nervous i love it um but i want to tell why i'm really good okay so earlier last or later last week I was on my way to work and I was going to get to work at like early eight when we have to be there at nine. Um, so it was like seven forty, and I'm looking for my keys and I can't find them. Can't find them nowhere. Call Alex. He's like, I don't know, dude, you might've put them on the back of my car. And the night before he drove his truck to Chick-fil-A and he was like, I think your keys were on the back of my car. Luckily, I had my spare key. Mm. So my keys have my wallet on it, which has my ID, my debit card, credit cards, even my real estate license was in there. Yikes. My Sam's card, oh you know, my, my whole life was on those keys. Um, a keychain that I bought from Italy back in when I was a senior in high school, like an LSU, like all these sentimental things, yeah. right? I was like, oh, and no. you have one of those like bangle wallets. Yeah, it's like it's the like ring, the ring that you put on your wrist, and then like you know your whole life. Yeah, <laughs> on your yeah. wrist. Yes. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I better go to Chick Fil A and see if they're there. So I'm driving to Chick Fil A, Mulfi. It's my story. <laughs> Don't ruin this Gosh. for her. It's my moment. Chill out, dude. So I am driving to Chick Fil A. I turn into like where it is, and lo and behold keys wallet everything is there <laughs> everything um now it's all a little smushed and a little dented but id debit card credit card sam's card all of it in the chick-fil-a parking in the chick-fil-a parking lot now my key got ran over so i couldn't use that and then i can't use my house key for my house in mandeville but you know as many times as i go back there so i'm really good that the fact that i found i every single thing i'm blown away i know me too blown away Mm -hmm. that at 7 40 in the morning after being out literally all night Mm -hmm. that you found every ounce of what was in your wallet every ounce the debit card was like 
The Lord is near in Chick-fil-A's parking lot, you guys. It's been confirmed. <laughs> yep. And and also, for Chick-fil-A, just as a side note, those are the Lord's calories. They are not ours. Okay. That is true. But yeah, I'm good. How are you? Um, I am doing pretty good as just a funny, embarrassing, random side note. I am currently lathered in diaper cream. Mm. <laughs> That yes. is a fact. Um, thank you, Morgan, for allowing me to <laughs> use your newborn's diaper cream on my own bottom. <laughs> Why do you need the diaper cream? So, um, one of our CrossFit workouts this week was just um, two different things. We went from doing wall walks, which is basically like a push-up and then walking ourselves up a wall backwards and back down, back into a push-up, and then sit-ups. And the rotation of that was 50 sit-ups, five wall walks, 40 sit-ups, four walks, all the way down till 10. So I did 150 sit-ups in the course of 12 minutes. And I literally rubbed my crack raw. Hmm. It was, I was talking to the girls at the gym about it afterwards. And they were like, oh yeah, that's called monkey butt. (laughs) I was like, okay. I didn't know that had a thing. Yeah. She was like, get the purple desitin cream. It feels the best in the shower. And I was like, really? I almost bought you some yesterday. (laughs) I didn't know if you had any. And I was at Target and I saw some and I was like, "Mm, she might have some. She's always on her P's and Q's. Well, that was Thursday and I... I don't, I think it was Thursday. Anyway, I'm a couple days out of that and it still is ripe and it hurts. Gross. <laughs> so you need me to bring diaper cream tomorrow? Probably. All right. Um, so anyway, um, I'm, you know, pretty cool grass bitter with bunky <laughs> butt. <laughs> Worth it? Maybe. The verdict's out. <laughs> um, yeah, but I personally am very excited for this episode why (laughs) don't panic your face is already turning red right now because i am (laughs) guys i don't like talking about myself she hates it so today we're talking about myself yeah so we had this idea to introduce you to your captains you know we're deep into season two and i would i I'm so privileged and so honored to have Leah in my life. And I don't mean that in a cheesy or corny way. And I was driving home from Johnson City today, and I was just thinking about my friend. And I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Ruin the moment, wow. Murphy. Um. I was just thinking about how special it is to find people in your life that are just one in a million and our friendship is one in a million. And I really mean that. And hold my hand, (laughs) hold my hand. I love you. I love you. And I just want, I mean, I feel like we're starting to form a pretty cool community from this. Mm -hmm. And, um, we had the idea of like a get to know you, you guys, I'm sorry. Murphy is on one on one right now um this is what happened separation anxiety murphy you're fine um 
So anyway, we had a thought of like a get to know you thing. And so this episode is going to be all about my friend Leah. And it's going to be a short 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I have prepared questions that Leah has never seen. She has no idea what I'm going to ask her. And then next week. anxiety. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then next week's episode is going to be all about me. All about cakes. Yeah. So buckle up. I can't wait to introduce you to my best friend and the captain of this episode, Leah Chima Ramirez. Wow. Ahoy. <laughs> Ahoy, meaties. Ahoy, meaties. Jump on my boat and let's scurvy the deck. Oh. I don't know. Scurvy is a vitamin C deficiency. <laughs> well, you've got scurvy in the on the deck. Everybody, come on. Well, are you ready? No. <laughs> Can I keep on avoiding this? No. My feet are sweaty. <laughs> All right. I'm going to start you off with a, with a couple easy ones. Great. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Um, let's jump in. So, Leah. Yes. What is one thing that you cannot leave the house without? Hmm. Chapstick. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for real. I always have to have my chopstick, which that was completely destroyed. I figured it was. When my keychains got, I had a a chopstick stuck on my um, keys and that got ran over. But don't worry, I have one in my purse. Do you have a favorite? Bird's Bees. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I like the tingliness. Yeah. Perfect. All right. On to the next one. On to the next. If you could perform in any Broadway musical, which one would you perform in and why? Mm, That's a good one. Mm. It'd be Wicked. Okay. Wicked, I know all the songs. Yeah. Love the songs. I sing them all the time to Keeks. Yeah, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I play one song, I'm like, this is our song. And she's like, yeah, great. (laughs) Doesn't care. Um... Why? I love the storyline of it. I don't know if y'all have seen it before, but it's a turn of events. I'm not going to tell you. So if you've never seen it, go out and see it. Highly suggest. 10 out of 10. Can you give me a little ditty? Just real quick. So if you can find me, look to the western sky. As someone told me lately, everyone deserves a chance to fly. And if I'm flying solo, at least I'm flying free. Those around me, take a message back from me. Tell them hi. Okay, I'm cutting off because you'll sing it forever and you're, I love it. (laughs) I love it. Cool. Okay. Next, Leah. You're on a road trip. Mm -hmm. You're stopping at a gas station. Yes. What snacks you getting? The schmacky schmacks. Now it's a DDP. Diet Dr. Pepper. Love it. Was a Diet Coke. Um, And then I'm going to get some Muddy Buddies. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Love me some Muddy Buddies. Okay. Peanut butter M&M's. Okay. Or Cheez-Its. Okay. I was a little worried you were going all sweet for a minute. No. You got to have a sweet. It's either like the Muddy Buddies or peanut butter M&M's. Okay. And Cheez-Its. So it's one or the other. Okay. And Cheez-Its. Those are solid choices. Thank you. Mm. 
Makes me want to go get a snack. Sneaky mm, snack. Sneaky snack. Um, what's your favorite part about living in Tennessee? Hmm. Um. I mean, obviously you. But if we're going to like, really? Oh, yeah. So if we're gonna get deep, that's sweet. So I lived in Arkansas before here during COVID Mm -hmm. and I was in my room, my house for eight months because I was pregnant. I barely left the house, barely got to see anybody, didn't really have as many friends. Like I had some, but then they all moved away. So, um, COVID really like sheltered me Mm -hmm. um and now that I'm here in Tennessee I have I I feel like I'm getting back to myself yeah so um just like being it I feel free again Mm. and I feel like myself again and I'm learning myself again after going through that and Mm -hmm. I feel like you've helped me go through that experience that's awesome I love that I 100% know what you mean though it's like covid being super isolating especially Mm -hmm. having gone through pregnancy and Mm -hmm. yeah it was a really scary moment for me i mean i didn't even go to the grocery store alone Mm -hmm. and if i did grocery shop i did um grocery pickup and i still was scared shitless Mm -hmm. i would cry i mean i didn't go to the grocery store without alex i made him touch everything and did you like sanitize everything that came into your house from the grocery store yes only because I, there was no science or right. any backing on pregnant women with COVID. Yeah. So I was just deathly terrified. Mm. So. Wow. Well, yeah. I'm glad that Tennessee has been a breath of fresh air for you. It really has, honestly. That's great. Um, I okay. know why you asked that question, though. Why? Because you know that I don't want to be healed. (laughs) (laughs) So you made me say the positive. That's right. You do want to be here. I mean, I do. You do. I I do. I want to be here. Yeah. I like it here. Um, I want to know, tell the little yachties about your very first serious crush Oh, well, um, it was back in college. Really? Yeah. College? College. Was your first serious crush? Yeah. Because I was so independent in high school. Wow. My dad would like, this guy had a crush on me and like I had no idea until like sophomore year of college. Mm -hmm. Um, And my dad was like, yeah, he was flirting with you your whole high school career. So, with that being said, mine was my freshman year of college. Um, my big and my shorty hung out with a fraternity, and um, there was one guy there, and I just, like, was obsessed with him. What was his name? I mean, I, do I no. really? Yeah, you're, <sighs> you're, we're laying it out there. No, it's embarrassing, because he ended up being my ex. Oh. Yeah. So, like, can't really, like, say that. <laughs> say his initials. Ace, A-G. You said ace. <laughs> A-G. Okay. Yeah. A-G. Yeah. Mm. So, he, um, like, I pursued that really? real hard. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. So you just put yourself out there. Yeah, I did. Wow. I was, like, a totally different person when it came to college. And, like, there was this one party. Like, him and I had been, like, hanging out, making out for a while. And they had, at their fraternity house, they had a um, party that was called a... um, red light party or a street light party <laughs> yeah yeah so green means you're single yellow means it's complicated red means you're in a relationship mm-hmm. and i asked his roommate i was like what color is he wearing i need to know this right now spicy and he was like green i was like <gasps> great green let's 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 go Ugh. let's mf go <laughs> so i wore green and i flirted with him the whole night and then we ended up like a couple months later getting together wow you manifested the heck out of that i did yeah i done i am a pursuer i would like to have one of those parties now except everyone that would come that i know (laughs) would wear a red shirt (laughs) you're the only one in a green one (laughs) oh right (laughs) that's fun for me that's quite um okay it's a saturday morning yes you're all alone all alone how are you spending it Wake up. Mm-hmm. Is this with money or without money? This is your world. Okay. We're going to pretend that I have money. Okay. Great. Okay. Because that's my world. Wake up. Go get some Starbies. Okay. Go to TJ Maxx. Mm. Go to Target. Get whatever decoration my heart tells me to get. Yes. Or the store tells me to get. Okay. And then I go home and I take a nappy. Wow. Yeah. That's it. Or I go shopping for clothes for myself. What time are you waking up? Probably like eight or nine. Really? Mm-hmm. You're all alone. All alone. You don't have any responsibilities. Yeah, you can ask Alex. Like when we first started dating, he would try and sleep in. Yeah. And I would like, nope, we're wasting time. We're wasting the day away. Wake up. It's eight o'clock. He did not like me for that. Okay. Yeah. And then you wake up from your nappy and wake then Wake up from a nappy. Well, that, I mean, it's afternoon. Okay. So you said morning. No trash TV? Okay. My poor life. <laughs> okay. Right? Okay. Wake up, make, wake up at eight or nine. Yeah. Make my coffee at home. Okay. Like Reagan and Alex are gone. Make my yeah. coffee at home. Yeah. And then I watch trash TV and play on TikTok. What is your trash TV? Um, Real Housewives of Orange County right now. Mm. It was Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, I do love uh, Summer House. Anything on Bravo, I'm kind of an obsessed with, mm-hmm. except for Vanderpump Rules. I'm not really obsessed with them anymore. They fired everybody, and it's all controversy, and I don't like it. Mix <laughs> it off my list. <laughs> don't watch them. Oh... I love it. Okay. Here's a deeper one. Mm-hmm. You ready? No. <laughs> what would you say is the hardest part about being married with intertwining two different cultures? Mm-hmm. Um, learning and an and accepting his culture Mm -hmm. it's not mine but it's his um and that i like my way isn't the right way Mm. always Mm -hmm. i mean majority of the time (laughs) but not all the time um that i i just need to be more open and accepting to things that are not in my normal scheme of things Mm -hmm. which has taken me a while um 
and it still is taking me a while. Like, uh, when I first started hanging out with Alex and his family, the first time I went to dinner with them, like, there was no forks, silverware, knives, nothing. They used their hands. And I was like, this is weird. So I did it for a couple of years. I did knife Where and Where were fork you guys eating? At their house. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I... um would like ask for a fork and knife and eat with a fork and knife every single time. Yeah. Like they would just take the tortilla and eat the beans yeah. and the rice with the tortilla. Well, yeah. not me. No, I don't like being messy. Now, I mean, this afternoon I was eating with my hands like a crazy woman. Mm-hmm. So it just takes me a while to like get used to it. Um, and that like, I mean, growing up, my family, as soon as I went to college, they're like, all right, peace, bye. We're, you're, done mm-hmm. you don't have to come like please don't out of the nest back. yeah please don't come back we don't need you well yeah. we need you but don't yeah. come move like back. you're 18 get out of here yeah and theirs is they're so involved with each other's lives and it's a beautiful thing that they are so invested in each other's lives that i just need to like alex don't listen to this <laughs> <laughs> that i just need to be more accepting of it you know mm that it's a beautiful thing that his family wants to be so involved in his life and be a part of it. So Mm -hmm. just being more accepting on things that aren't my norm. What about on the other side of it, though, with, like, your culture and, like, intermingling that with Alex's? Because you've talked about, like, you accepting his, but has it been hard for you to also accept... When you were explaining that, I was thinking about Reagan and how, like, your culture and Alex's culture are his one, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, you're bringing in something, Alex is bringing something, and Reagan is is the culmination of both of them. Mm-hmm. So, like, what do you feel like is the hard part about, like, representing your culture and and still being accepting of Alex's? Does that make sense? Kinda. I mean, honestly, Alex has been so accepting of all my culture. Mm-hmm. Um, only because he's grown up in America and he's been around, like, Eng- I mean, English, listen to me, American families his whole life. So mm-hmm. it's not, like, out of the norm that he doesn't see, like, what I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or... Um, what I want like everything that I've told him like that I would like out of Reagan he completely understands Mm -hmm. and he accepts it you know I've told him like we've both agreed like with my lifestyle growing up I was just kind of like given things right um and Alex had to earn a lot of his things uh he had to work for them I didn't have to start working for mine until like my sophomore year in college and it was like a rude awakening Sure. So, like, we both have agreed that, like, Regan is going to start working at a younger age. And, yeah. like, I, but school is very important. But whatever he wants to do, like, it, it, he either needs to, like, have a trade or go to college or, like, he needs to be well off mm-hmm. um, in his life. And we're not going to, like, pressure him to go and do something that he doesn't want to do. Yeah. Um, but, honestly, Alex has been so, like, great with everything. I mean, is there anything in particular that you're... No, no, no. I just think it's like, I mean, and I don't even just mean American culture. I just, I mean, even like Louisiana and, you know, just 
intertwining of two cultures I think is hard and really cool and I mean I I feel like there's more that he brings in probably yes just because I'm from America and so I'm probably just like I don't even know if I was dating someone of a different like race what he would look at me and be like, well, that's completely different than we've ever done it because everything is just normal to me. Yeah, I think it's just mostly like, um, like our, like our, uh, like how we communicate. Yeah. Um, or even belief systems, I feel like, like how you, uh, like you said, like how involved family is or how you discipline or like religious beliefs. Right. Or, you know, so that, I mean, Honestly, we're still learning that. Yeah. Every day is like a growing and learning process when it comes to like our involvement and our family's involvement with Reagan. And Mm -hmm. um, it's not perfected. I will say that for sure. And every day we have some sort of discussion about how we're going to raise him or Mm -hmm. what we're going to do. But I would say that it's an easy discussion because it always boils down to what's best for Reagan. What do you think your favorite part about dating, marrying, having a life with someone that is different from how you were raised? It's so weird that for me, I never like truly saw that it was like a big difference Mm -hmm. um, until we were truly like in the relationship like Mm -hmm. engaged married so like dating it was just like he knew good food but we had great conversation like it was never like oh this is so exciting he's he's mexican like i I can't wait to see all these things yeah because i never i mean he when he moved to america they it was just like him and his family yeah so they didn't really do any of like the cultural things like Mm -hmm. they didn't do like dia de los muertos they didn't do like quinceaneras so um it really wasn't like a big culture shock for me okay um ask me in about three months whenever i go to mexico and see his family (gasps) yeah that will be that i think that will give me a new perspective on everything yeah um because i'm literally going to mexico to go be with his whole family yep um and experience all the new things and be the only one speaking english mm-hmm. so well with reagan but you know ask me in a couple months and we'll see but it was not for me it was never a cultural thing i was always just like enthralled with our conversation and who he was yeah that the culture thing got pushed to the side hmm. it's really interesting i love that cool me too um okay next up what is the biggest misconception that people have about you i was gonna ask you that question (laughs) um mine would be i don't know i could do it as a two-parter and the second one i just thought of but the first one is that i'm a raging bitch really yeah so um who would ever think that 
Well, I have really bad RBF sometimes. Okay. Especially when I don't have my glasses on. That's a fact. (laughs) So people will like look at me. I mean, I would base it most of off like when I was working in retail. Okay. Um, It does take me a while to warm up to people. Um, But once I warm up to you, I'm fine. But Mm -hmm. when I don't have my glasses on, it's not that I have, like, I don't like you. I just literally can't see you. So (laughs) that's what that is. Um, And the other one I would say is that I'm not intelligent. Hmm. I mean, and I, like, say that for, like, little, like, very, very small people. But, like, I actually am a very smart, I think, things through really well yeah um and i think about the end product a lot um and even when you ask me a question or like ask a group a question i always answer it first in my mind Mm -hmm. but i'm never gonna speak it out first in fear of that it's wrong but it's always right Mm. so what do you think that stems from i don't know just not feeling good enough Mm. like insecurities yeah yeah Got a backpack of those. (laughs) (laughs) Being afraid to speak up or like, so that's so interesting that like your insecurities will keep you from speaking up, which in turn is creating a false persona that Mm -hmm. you think people might think about you of being unintelligent. Yeah. Which creates another insecurity. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da. And that's me. <laughs> yeah, that's my life. <laughs> I just see like a little tap dancer like, <laughs> off the stage with the cane. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a wrap. We're going to think about that more yeah. later. No, we're not. <laughs> um, okay. Biggest irrational fear completely irrational biggest one (laughs) biggest irrational fear yeah i don't know um (laughs) um every time i'm driving over a bridge the wind is gonna like swoop my car (laughs) off and pop it over into the water (laughs) i thought that before too (laughs) thank god the past couple of days when it's been so windy yeah and i've been driving reagan to daycare i go over this think heavy thoughts yeah well tires on the ground there's this thing called mom anxiety and so i every time i go over the bridge and i have reagan in the car i'm like okay if i go overboard what's the first thing i'm gonna do i can't unbuckle my seatbelt because if i unbuckle my seatbelt i'm gonna knock myself out and then i'm not gonna be able to get reagan but i gotta grab this voice i go through the whole like thing in my mind my gosh so that 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 it did happen in louisiana one time to a truck I know on that bridge that we drove. Don't ever move back. <laughs> That's okay. it. Make a promise now. Never make a promise right now to me. <laughs> you promise your it. crazy laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, promise me. <laughs> okay. Um, Moving on. <laughs> um, okay. 
you have a thousand dollars cash in your hand yes you have to spend it today today what are you spending it on mm. selfishly i would yeah this is a hundred percent a selfish answer you can't <laughs> you can't be like i'm gonna donate it to charity no yeah. i was gonna say like paying off debt no 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 no, no. this is strictly pleasure you have to spend it today. You can get whatever you want. Strictly pleasure. Yes. <laughs> Is this in $1 bills? <laughs> um, I would go on a shopping spree. What would you put? Like, clothes. Clothes? Like, a thousand percent clothes. You have so many clothes. I know. I just love it, though. You do love clothes. I love clothing shopping. I, I don't have the money for it. Rub that off on me. But I go clothes shopping. I went clothes shopping yesterday. Hated every single outfit except for one. Didn't buy it. Dang. I know. But clothes, okay. clothes and shoes. Mm, I could go for some shoes. I like. I wouldn't do jewelry because that's not my job. That's Alex's. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do a vacation. My Yeah, clothes. Clothes? Clothes. Okay. Love it. Love it. Love it or list it. Love it. Loving it. Not listening it. Never. What is the absolute worst part of being a mom? Mm. It's a good one because there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say my insecurities of being a mom. Mm. Um, just like, am I doing this right? Am I being a good enough mom? Um, guilt. For being a mom, like sending my kid to daycare when I feel like I could be doing it and taking care of Reagan. Um, but also the thought of like that I'm not there for every minute of the day and seeing him play with his friends and teaching him colors and numbers. And, and that is something that's been like really weighing on me recently mm. because I can like I'm I've been getting a lot of pictures from his daycare and he's having such a good time so like I feel like I'm just being an insufficient parent um well yeah um and then just going did through you hear, did you hear that though yeah I I'm gonna get emotional that's okay I am getting all of these pictures of all of these incredible things that he's learning and I'm and he's having so much fun which makes me feel like a bad mom. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not doing it. Mm. Um, like, I feel like, I mean, I've had guidance from, like, friends and, like, my other moms that have helped raise me. But, like, pretty much learning this on my own. I don't. Yeah. And my sister-in-law, she's been there to help me. But, like, there's just this huge hole in me that is missing out on my mom being here Mm -hmm. to come in and help me and take care of Reagan and hey yeah I totally know when you were going through that you were a raging bitch too and the terrible twos so definitely my insecurity of just like not being a good good enough parent for him Mm. yeah I mean, I feel like just getting to know you and, like, living life with you and being with, like, other friends that have kids, it's, like, this whole new sense of self mm-hmm. or, like, lack of it mm-hmm. where, like, prior to being a parent, none of those insecurities, like, 
were a thing because they yeah. couldn't have been. Yeah. But now it's like all day, every day. Yeah. Just constantly on like a Rolodex in your mind. Yeah. Like I, I mean, it's just little things every day. Like, am I, when he throws his fit, am I taking care of him well enough? Am I handling it better? Am I gentle parenting or am I not gentle parenting? What are other people thinking of how I'm raising my kid? And like, is he truly getting a full life when he's with me? You know? Mm. Um, but every day, like, just being with him and seeing how he reacts to me kind of reassures me in what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just the... Do you want to you wanna close that question with the best part? Best part of being a mom? Yeah. I don't know. Just everything about being a mom (laughs) (laughs) um he has literally changed my life and just to know that like I made something out of nothing and he relies on me and I like can provide for him yeah you definitely can isn't that weird that it's like that's my insecurity but then it's also like the best thing is like waking up in the morning and seeing his face and like recently Alex has been getting him out of the crib and like he'll come and cuddle with me and we'll sleep together for a little bit just like when he did when he was like an infant like just newborn I mean just seeing him grow and learn and getting those pictures every day Mm. so you're a great mom know that thank you you're welcome all right let's lighten it up a little bit yes please all right if you were going to start your life over okay you get to go back to being a kid and you're going to start a sport or a skill so that at the age of 30 you're like the best at it what would it be Mm. sport or skill that you would love to go back and start as a kid Singing and acting. Yeah? Yeah. Like fully pursue it? Fully. I took voice lessons all throughout like middle school, high school, and then I stopped when I got to college. But I did private voice lessons and I always wanted to do a play, but there was always like this like the weirdos do the play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I never did it until my senior year and I was like, man, I wish I would have done it. I wish I would have pursued that. Um, but yeah, singing. I mean, I loved it. I loved, um, I used to sing for my church's praise band and Mm -hmm. I loved that. And Mm -hmm. it just like gets me through my day. Cute. Yeah. And then being on Broadway. I know you could be Elphaba. I could be Elphaba. I probably, yeah, but I probably want to be Glinda. That's what I meant. Glinda's the good witch. I say things I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> Alphabet is my range, my voice range. Okay. But Glinda's funnier. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, what is something about your personality that you're most proud of? That I am caring, truly caring. That I'm always thinking of other people, whether they think it or not. You really are. And then I overthink too much of my caring. To your detriment. Yeah. I think that I said that in our pilot episode, dude. Do you remember that? I said, if you're a Leah, 
you probably put mm. others yes. before yourself to your detriment. Yeah. That's it. Wow. Bring Full circle. Back. Full circle. You really do care a lot. Too much. You should be proud of that, though. And yeah. I wouldn't ever, I would rather care too much mm-hmm. than, than not, not have enough. that, you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I just, I spend many hours just thinking of other people and what I can do to help and... I don't like this. I'm wagging about myself. Um, I know. Excuse me? I know. It's weird. Do you want me to get on my soapbox right now? I want you to spank me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people don't get to see it. <laughs> if we're being honest... <laughs> We're talking about all the things. All the things. (laughs) Okay, we've only got time for a couple more questions. Great. Next question is, what is one conspiracy theory that you actually kind of believe? Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Aliens. (laughs) A hundred percent aliens. What's the conspiracy? That there are aliens here on Earth. And you live in a men in black world. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know that that's based on illegal aliens. Okay. So I'm going to sidebar really quickly, everyone. I just learned in the past like five years that men in black is a political movie about illegal immigration. <laughs> and then I watched it and was like, <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> so no. anyway. Go on, aliens. I, I believe that there are aliens here in this world, and they are watching us, and they are learning from us, and that they, like, take some bodies up into their spaceships, and they probe and figure out, and then they bring it back down into bed so you can go back to Sweepy. I believed, and I still do, even though you stepped all over it, there's a movie called The Fourth Kind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And y'all, I swear up and down that that movie is based on a true story. And Carrie watched it one time and she was like, Leah, this is a joke. This is not real. I was like, no, it's real. It happened in Alaska and they can't find the daughter anymore. Nobody knows where she is. You guys, Leah genuinely believes in aliens. Please talk to her about them. What do you believe is happening in Area 51? Leah, I can't right now. (laughs) Aliens land in Area 51, and they explore. Wow. And us as America allow it. Wow. Cute. I thought you were maybe going to talk about, like, Britney Spears or, like, the moon landing. Nope. Do you want me to talk about the other one? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. Aliens. (laughs) Um, Okay. This one, I don't know. I, 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 You might not have an answer to this, but that's okay. Have you ever, and if you have, what is it? A dream that you've had multiple times? Yes. Really? Okay, lay it on me. And well, then I have one final question. Okay, so it's two. Okay. Remember last episode when I told you about the restaurant yeah. nightmare? Yeah, yeah. Repeating always. Okay. So walk in to my Carabas restaurant. It is shaped like Joe's Crab Shack. My tables are literally everywhere. I've been quadruple sat. I'm naked. There's a Starbucks in the middle. I have no idea where I am. 
And then the second one is based off of a true incident that happened when I was little. Okay. I walked into this dentist. My brother was getting his teeth fixed. So it was me, my mom, and my brother. Uh-huh. And come to find out, Miss Karma, who's like my other mom, was there. And I had no idea because my mom had just started showing Alzheimer's. Yes. And so she was there to, like, just make sure that everything was fine. Mm-hmm. Well, I, like, turned around to go read this poster that I couldn't read. And my brother and my mom and Miss Karma walked into the elevator and they thought I had followed them into it. Yeah. And the elevator closed. I turned around. Nobody was there. Freaked out. Screaming. This is real. Real. Okay. But this is also my dream. Okay. I go up to the elevator doors. I'm banging on it, pressing the up button. I know my mom's freaking out, trying to get down to me. And then I wake up. No resolution in that dream. Wow. What ended up happening is like the police officer ended up coming over to me and he's like, what's wrong? And I'm hysterically crying. My mom ends up coming down into the elevator, consoles me, and then we get into the elevator and go up. But it's like a literally a reoccurring dream. Wow. Yep. All right. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. So in the dream, the elevator never opens. You never get found. But in real life, the policeman helped you. Yes. Yes. I gotcha. Yes. All right, last question, Leah. Jeez. What immediately puts you in a good mood? Mm. Being with my baby. Yeah. Um, hearing him laugh and talk, especially his laugh now. Um, or him roaring. That's new. Any t- what? Roaring. Oh, yeah, yeah. He... Like, we'll see a dinosaur or a tiger. Like, today I put on his little cheetah shirt. And as I was putting it on, he goes, roar. He's, like, (laughs) roaring the whole time. So just seeing him, seeing life through him. Yeah. Makes me extremely happy. Even though he stresses me the F out. I love that. Yeah. I love that baby. Wow. Yeah. This is I love my husband, too. (laughs) And me. And Keeks. <laughs> Duh. This has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much Getting for to know making you. me sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> Very sweaty. Uh, I can't wait to uh, Come talk right more back about at your ya. insecurities after this. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to circle back to that. <laughs> um, if you guys enjoyed getting to know Leah, um, we actually have a video of us singing something that I don't know from... Defying Gravity. <laughs> No. No, it's not. It's from Wicked. Yeah. I'm going to post that on the gram. Yeah. And I'm going to also post your RBF no glasses picture so that people can see what you're talking about. Thank you. When you don't have glasses yeah. on. Um, I love you so much. I love you. And I hope that everyone got to know you a little bit more and got to see how truly special you are. Thank you, my princess. You're welcome, princess. Um, do you want to do a lifesaver and off the boat just for you? No. Okay. All right, guys. Well, you, you heard, heard it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Brown. Sam Brown. Sam Brown. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we love you so much. Love you so much. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you for letting me brag on myself, even though I hated every 45 minutes of it. <laughs> Get off your island, jump on our sea dew. Remember that you're not alone. You're not alone. Put on a little life vest. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.